What is going on, everyone? It is Thursday, January 25th, and you're listening to or watching another episode of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. You got Evan here, you got Andrew here. Tanner decided to ditch us today for some work event. I don't know, something that apparently was more important than us. Nevertheless, you got us two again. I think what two of the last three episodes just been us two, something like that. Sounds right. Tanner, I, 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 missed, I missed the IU one, so that's okay. I mean, that was a bummer yeah. to miss out on, but uh, yeah. How you doing tonight? I'm good. You know, it's we almost hit 40 degrees today up in Wisconsin, so that's pleasant. <laughs> I think we were at here in Indy. We were at 50 yesterday. I think we got yeah. up, we might got up to 50 again today. I saw that. It looked like yeah, that's a pretty sweet Menemaki shirt there, Rebby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saw this in my closet today. I was like, oh, I haven't worn this from the shop in a while, so I busted out. I'm sure they even sell it anymore. So I got the normal Menemaki. <laughs> Uh, but we will be talking about since the last time we recorded, which was last Thursday, um, where we recapped the Indiana game and the fun that that was. Um, Boilers have since gone two and zero since then on Saturday, defeating the Iowa Hawkeyes by a score of eighty four seventy. A game that was fourteen points, but really felt like a much larger victory than that. Um, a game where Purdue kind of Iowa definitely kind of came and kind of hung around in the second half, but really couldn't really push it the lead or push lead down farther than more than nine. I felt like what it felt like um, just kind of blows, just kind of kept their arm extended, took care of business in Carver Hawkeye arena. That was leaking like a sieve. They had to stop the game multiple times because of whatever stupid circus tent roof they have in an area that gets copious amounts of snow. Um, and then uh, Tuesday night came home to Mackey after what is it? Two game road trip, three game road trip, something like that. Um, and uh, absolutely obliterated the uh reeling Michigan Wolverines by a score of 99 to 67. Um, that game just felt sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying I felt bad for Michigan, but it was just like they need they, they're in, they're in trouble, they need a lot of help. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, we can talk, you want to talk about <laughs> Iowa first, honestly? Yeah. Uh, I'll let you go so, ahead. I was at a I was at an alumni event and then went to the Butler uh, DePaul game. What resulted in the DePaul coach getting fired the next day? Who knows if he made the trip back home to Chicago? If he <laughs> stayed in Indy, who knows? Um, so I did not get to watch a whole lot of the Purdue Iowa game, but just like you said, it looked like Purdue was up ten to fifteen, fairly comfortable the whole game. Mm-hmm. It was another ho hum thirty point game for Zach Eady. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What would have been what is a uh, third straight uh, thirty point game, um, which is just absurd. Um, yeah, I can't just the numbers he's putting up is just absolutely insane. Um, thirty points, eighteen rebounds, uh, two assists, um, ten of fifteen from the free throw line. Uh, he had what ten defensive rebounds, eight offensive rebounds. So, I mean, just another incredible performance. Um, Lance Jones had 17, so Lance putting together like really three really, really good games back to back to back. Um, you saw him go four for nine from three. Um, Fletcher followed, up, also, followed up with five for nine against Michigan, so I mean, yeah, 50 percent. Yeah, he's shooting the rock games, really yeah. well. Uh, Fletcher Lawyer out of 12 that game, uh, five of 10 from the field, two of six from three. Um, and then you know, you had you know, Braden with nine, Trey with four. Uh, Mason was six, and then first Heidi and Morton all had two apiece. Um, 
And then for Iowa, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, it was interesting how Iowa was going to respond because the first time around and Mackey, you know, Purdue kind of blew their doors off, which you knew it wasn't going to be the same. Most likely it was not going to be the same result as the game at Mackey just because it's just you know, obviously life on the road. The Big Ten is pretty tough. Um, and, uh, it, I mean, Illinois or <laughs> Iowa came out, um, played pretty well, uh, led by Tony Perkins, the Indiana kid, you know, from Indianapolis. So I, I expected him to play pretty well. I mean, he always seems to play well against Purdue and IU just because of, I'm sure he feels slighted by never getting a scholarship offer. Um, he was torching Purdue. He ended up with 24 points, um, oh, three from the, from three, from three. Um, but he was killing us in the mid range. Um, by far their best player. Um, you had Peyton Sanford, who ended up three for 10 from three. Um, and then Ben Cricky uh, was, was their other sc- uh, score in double figures with 10. Um, he also had kind of that mid-range game going. Um, but, I mean, Purdue just kind of did what Purdue does. And, um, looking at the uh, rebounds, Purdue had 50 rebounds in total. Uh, Iowa had 24. <laughs> so... <laughs> Absolutely not on the boards. Uh, with 11 turnovers, um, nothing. Brain had four of them, so that was one of his. I mean, he had nine assists too. So I mean, still a two to one assist to turnover ratio. Um, so again, putting. I mean, he wasn't scoring. Um, however, he obviously he wasn't. He was doing a lot of other things. Um, Just continuing the IU where he didn't shoot very well, but still had nine assists I yeah. think, against IU. So and then followed up with ten on Michigan. So yeah, I mean. I did not know this until I'm looking at the box score, but Purdue only had two players who shot free throws. <laughs> uh, Edie was 10 of 15. Lance was 5 of 6. And that was the only uh, only players who shot free throws. I did not realize that, that. when I was watching yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it was just, again, it was just kind of a, you know, kind of a workmanlike game for Purdue. Uh, took care of business. I said, yeah, I mean, Iowa, I mean, it was a 13 point game at half. Uh, Purdue was up 47, 34. And then pretty much they were even uh, in the second half. Purdue uh, outscored them 37 36 um, in the end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I felt like Purdue had chances to kind of extend the lead a couple times and they just couldn't hit shots. And then, um, but then Iowa was kind of also was kind of returning the favor by not hitting shots. And then finally, towards the end, um, when it was getting kind of down to the towards the end of the game, Lance hit a big three, a nice step back three. It kind of felt like the dagger. I think there were still quite a few minutes left, um, but it just kind of felt like that was. If I was going to make the run, that was it, and uh, that put a stop to it. Um, but yeah, I said it was life on the road in the Big Ten isn't, isn't easy, and so it's always nice when you can. Yeah, I wonder nice what. Win. I wonder what the the stat was. I think what right like right before Purdue lost at Nebraska, I think what was it in the Big Ten? Like road teams in the Big Ten were like, like six and twenty six like, or something. Yeah, it was like it was like six for twenty or something. I think it was yeah, six for twenty. And then that okay. night, Purdue and Indiana both lost on the road, so it was six yep. for twenty two. But then the next night, there was two games and both road teams won. Yep. So then it was that. But yeah, it's, and then since since then, Purdue's won. Two road games. Two road games. Um, yeah, and, uh, Maryland go on the road and beat Iowa last night. Yeah, or uh, two nights ago. Um, you saw Wisconsin go on the road and um, beat Minnesota barely. Yeah, yeah. Was... Um, but yeah, I mean it, it's still tough. Um, you don't take it for granted. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. We didn't get a Frank Tech, so I was a little sad about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he definitely got hot. Does he but, get many texts at home? Does he get many texts at home? I I just I remember last year against Michigan State, where it was the uh, infamous 
he had the stare down with the ref where it was in the <laughs> timeout. The he literally just like walked over and stood like five feet from him. And they both just stared at each other for a solid 30 seconds. Pretty sure that was last year. I can't remember if that was a game that they came back and won or if Michigan state came back and won. Someone was up big and someone came back and won. I think like an overtime. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if he, what he, what is, uh, technical rate is at home compared yeah. on the road. Um, what is he now? I think he's now the winningest coach in Iowa basketball history, which is crazy. He's, he's been there for 20 yeah. years. I don't yeah. know. Probably not that long, but it seems like it. I think I heard it. I was like, he's been there forever. So I think I said, I think Robbie said on the broadcast, like he kind of came in like right when he was like, when Robbie was coming to college or something like that. Um, but I think he's only made the tournament like six times or something. It hasn't been a lot. Um, it seems like they've been better than that. I did pretty good recently. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they, I mean you, you had a string of uh, fun fact. Assuming that Wikipedia is correct, but Fran McCaffrey and I share a birthday. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Um, um, he he has been at Iowa since 2010, so not that okay. Long. Yeah, it's 14 yeah, so, years. So yeah, it feels like forever. Um, yeah, I felt I felt like Alford was there, like when we would remember. So that yeah. makes sense. Um. They, they had a string of what he had Luca Garza and then followed mm-hmm. up with having the Murray twins. Um, mm-hmm. So they had some legit, some legit. MVP yeah. Um, even like Wee's camp was really, really good. Um, that team that knocked that beat Purdue in the big 10 tournament championship two years ago and Purdue at Ivy and Travion and, and, you know, sophomore Zach Eady. Um, I mean, they had a ton of talent, but they got bounced early in the tournament. Um, so he's yet to make a, Sweet 16 they, ever in his career. I think what one of the Golden Black Riders put out there, that was like just the funny dichotomy between the, the Iowa basketball team and the Iowa football team. Oh, uh, yeah, Iowa basketball, wild. Iowa basketball wild scores offense. and can't play defense, <laughs> and the football team can't score, yeah. but dominates winning games 9-6, to 9-3. to three. Yeah. 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 I mean, with, with, a, with a pick six and a missed extra point. Oh, they don't miss extra <laughs> points. Their special teams are good. Never mind it. Yeah, or the pick six and a punt return, and yeah. then eighty yeah. yards of total offense. Yeah, um, hilarious. Yeah, but I say so. Purdue takes a sweep of Iowa. Um, I mean, I, I was, I never feel nervous against Iowa, but I, I guess going there always makes it makes me feel a little nervous just because I mean they again they're an offensive team that you know. Can, yeah, and but didn't they? they, they catch it was like a few years ago when Purdue was up. Purdue shot the – I think it was the Rick Mount. Was that the Rick Mount game when he was there at halftime? That was against Iowa. Purdue was up like 20 at halftime. And then Iowa came out pressing. Yeah, Iowa mm-hmm. came out pressing and Purdue beat down their leg a little bit. And yeah. And turned it over a yeah. bunch. And it was also against Iowa. As we said, Iowa doesn't play defense, but – Right, yeah. It, it, it's, that was a while ago. That was five yeah, years I mean, ago. Iowa pressed a little bit this game. I mean, they, they tried to start Purdue. But I mean, I think this is the biggest difference between this year and last year. Yeah. Handled it so much better. Um, didn't really get sped up too much. Um, I I mean, just with Braden being such a good ball handler and Lance being a bigger, yeah. really good ball handler, they just they honestly like they break the press and score off of it whenever teams yeah. do. Like it hasn't really been an issue that I can remember. Honestly, yeah. like, I I I can't remember like a single honestly like a turnover almost. I'm sure I know mm-hmm. there are, but not like. Not like where it used to be, where they might turn it over like three out of four possessions when they got right or something. Yeah, they lose their mind and yeah, turn it over yeah. a few times. Um, <clears throat> it was, um, but I've noticed really, I just feel like this year, like or, or I feel like last year, you know, when, when there was a press, you know, pretty would pass it, pass it, pass it, but no one would move, and then mm-hmm. you get obviously you get in the corner and get in trouble. Yeah. But then this year, it seems like 
you know, Braden passes to Lance and he goes, yeah. he passes it even to lawyer yeah. and he goes, or Morton Fletcher, goes. Um, that's the one time I do kind of hold my breath. Like they give it to lawyer in the <laughs> corner and I'm like, dear God, like give it back to Braden. <laughs> like, and then Braden just cuts up to go to the yeah. middle and then, and then they hit Morton or they hit Lance yeah. at, the, at the half court line or something and go. Yeah. But it's been uh, rel- relatively stress-free with the one Purdue's been pressed though. Yeah. Which has been nice. Um, so nothing really, I mean, looking at that game, um, Actually, they both teams were pretty even in points in the paint. Purdue had 36. They had 34. Um, Purdue had 18 second-chance points, uh, which was huge compared to Iowa's six. Um, That's what it should be every game when you've got Zach Eady and, like, yeah, Craig Kaufman yeah. around and Mason yeah. Gillis just playing harder than everybody else, plus just being Purdue really had zero fast break points. I think it's like, hmm, interesting. Um, I mean, Purdue shot 9 26. From yeah. three, thirty-four point six percent. So not the best they've shot in recent games. Um, Iowa shot five of seventeen, so twenty-nine percent. Um, Purdue actually shot worse from the field, thirty of sixty-seven. They were for forty-four point eight percent. They were twenty-seven for fifty-nine, forty-five point eight percent. Fifteen and twenty-one from the free throw line, seventy-one percent. So right around where you want to be. Um, Iowa was eleven of sixteen for about sixty-eight point eight percent. Yep. Like you said, kind of a ho hum, nothing special, yeah. but still 15, 14 point road win. Yeah, yeah in the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then they came home Tuesday night uh, for a late one. I think it's the last nine o'clock tip of the season, hopefully, thankfully, because that was a late game. Some dicey weather. How many, how many how many Peacock games left are there? That's a good question. I mean, that was that's our third in a row on a Tuesday. Yeah, I know. It was the, oh, I held on. Uh, it's on ESPN, actually. Oh. Unless so there there are a few that don't say, yeah, it could it like could, the Rutgers is Fox, Northwestern, BTN, CBS. So there's several. I thought there were like six that I remember they said six or seven that were going to be on Peacock and be in the. Air. Anyway. I think the Indiana home game. I think that's a Fox game. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just the one at Bloomington. Was that's the, what I thought too. I thought it was just the one on the road. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So pretty much yeah. home uh, face Michigan. Um, a team that has just been <laughs> just an interesting, yeah, been year. interesting all year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you start out with Juwan Howard not coaching the first part of the year because of health issues. He had surgery. I think it was heart surgery. He said heart right? surgery. Yes, heart, heart surgery. surgery. So he was away from the team, but then he was back on the bench, but not coaching, which that really confused me because it was like, I mean, if you're not, if you don't want to be away, if you need to be away for heart, you know, obviously you had heart surgery, so you don't want to be, yeah. Um, like causing stress. I feel like sitting on the bench is a, is a good way to not. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe not, it was a minor, oh, not, yeah. not not actual heart surgery that you think of, like oh, he's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't that. I don't know. Yeah, so you had Phil Martelli coaching the start of the year, but that was wasn't the which he's better. Like, isn't he a better coach? Yeah, anyway? they were pretty good when he was coaching. Yeah. Um, not at least they were decent to start of the year. Um, and then he and Juwan came back. Things got kind of fell off. Um, then there was the whole playing at the Palestra and uh, choosing to give the reins to Phil Martelli just randomly all of a sudden to have him coach. Um, that was a little bizarre. Um, and then uh, then you had the uh, Doug McDaniel this whole thing where he came out and just said, well, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, self-suspension essentially saying, hey, I'm not going to be playing the next, like, Six, six road, road games. games. <laughs> uh, playing at home. 
Yeah. What, so what, that was a bizarre. Uh, oh, and you missed in the fight when Jawan Howard supposedly got into a fight with the strength. Oh, coach. that's right. Yeah, he got in a yeah. fight with uh, the strength coach, who I don't think has come back to the program yet. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe our just for that. Which I forgot. Weird year. Mentioned at the top that if you're watching us live, you're noticing a new logo on our uh, on our uh, screen. We're now officially part of the Big Ten banter. Um, or big banter uh, family. We're excited to be a part of it. Um, so we're going to be one of many uh, Big Ten affiliate podcasts going out there. Um, so we're excited to kind of get to know some of our other fellow podcast brethren across the Big Ten landscape and have some fun discussions on why each, everyone else's team suck and ours is better. <laughs> yeah, make some so looking forward to it. Yeah, make some especially friends. Out of, especially um, out east, yeah. Yeah, so maybe our Michigan friends can let us know what's going on with – Doug and that whole situation, but there was a whole fight with the strength coach. So there was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the admission came in. Um, I, I hadn't watched a ton of them. I'd watched the game against Indiana. Um, they were not impressive at all in that game. Um, there was like 50 people in that, at that arena um, that night. Um, but Purdue kind of came out and then actually mission kind of was, was kind of hanging on for a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. I think they got it down. Purdue was up double digits, you know, was up like 16 or something. And then all of a sudden, like Michigan got down to what felt like 10, like pretty quickly. And then what felt like in the span of about 16 seconds, Purdue was all of a sudden up like 18. <laughs> and then just yeah. kind of coasted from there. Um, yeah, it was just there weird. Was, there was yeah. a stretch where both teams missed, like neither team scored oh, for like five minutes. Yeah. It was like like the teams were a combined like two for twenty two or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no one can make a layup. Um, yeah, we had multiple bunnies just missed. Zach was missing shorts. Um, pretty, he didn't mm-hmm. score for the first twelve minutes. That's uh, what I thought. Reed, I think they, I think Terrence Reed, who was guarding him, I thought he, he did pretty, pretty well. Good. Yeah, I thought he did pretty yeah. well against Dee Honestly, I mean, he's he's that's, big. I mean, that, the best that that he's done in a while. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's big and he's like he's tall and he's like he's got some girth to him, so he can definitely. He um, actually is like moving Edie a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's he can move pretty well himself for a big man. Um, yeah. A big player for them was Jalen Llewellyn, um, who was close to being a one-time Purdue commit. I think before going to Princeton. That's- um, was that Carson was that Carson's year? Was that like Carson Edwards? Was that that class? I, I feel like it can't be that because he'd be he'd be too old. Carson, yeah. Um, gosh, was that like maybe twenty twenty? I'm not hundred percent sure. I thought it was um, a while ago because he 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 this, tore his ACL last year, so he yeah, sat this out. Is, this is his second year at Michigan. Yeah. Um, but he played really well. He was three or six from three. Um, he kind of went on a little heater himself and kind of was keeping them in it. Um, Terrence Williams had 10, George Washington, the third great name. Uh, he had 10, um, and then they had a bunch of other guys just kind of getting, you know, seven, seven, six. Um, they yeah, pretty just <laughs> late in the first half, just kind of asserted their dominance and it, you know, didn't look back. Lance Jones, um, player of the game for sure. Like, like you mentioned earlier, uh, five of nine from three, seven of 16 from the field for a total of 24 points, five of eight from the free throw line. Um, Zach Eady, a pedestrian, 16 and 10. <laughs> he, he got a, Do you think Painter knows about the double double streak or anything? Cause, or whatever. Cause he, uh, he literally got his 10th rebound and then like came out. I don't think he played the rest of the game. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Uh, I'm more. Yeah. I, I'm always worried about his double figure scoring record. Cause I think like, I think he, yeah. um, I 
think he's about ready to pass Mount. Like, is think. it like 60-some games or something now? Something like that, yeah. I think he's getting close to passing Rick Mount um, for double-digit scoring games. Um, yeah, pretty kind of got a little bit, a little bit from everybody. Um, Braden was back in double figures. Uh, he had a double-double really close to a triple-double, uh, t- 11 and 10. He had 10 assists, 7 rebounds, um, only two turnovers, which is awesome. So a 5-1 to one assist to turnover ratio, which is just incredible. Um, Pruce passing was just awesome this game. Um, Trey Coffin added seven. He's playing really, really well. Um, I just feel like he's like just from like beginning of the year to now, he's playing so much better. I feel like he's playing with a little bit of an attitude. Um, I mean, you really you really saw in the Illinois game a few weeks ago. Um, there's just assertiveness and getting rebounds. Um, but I thought he would, he thought he played really well, especially coming off kind of a scary injury at the end of the Iowa mm-hmm. game where he kind of looked like he got pulled down and I thought his ankle just straight up snapped, but he kind of bounced right back and uh, thank goodness because he played really well. Uh, Lawyer Mm -hmm. added seven, um, two of seven from the field. uh, Not great, but two of three from three. He's shooting the ball incredibly well from three in Big Ten play. Only one from three from the line. That's one thing. That really probably the only complaint I had from this game was the free throws. Um, yeah. 17 to 26 for 65%. Um, I mean, Zach was. They shot a higher three point percentage than, than free throw percentage. <laughs> yeah. 14 to 21, uh, 66.7%. Um, so we hit exactly two thirds of our three pointers, which was incredible. Um, most of that thanks to Lance. Um, I mean, Colvin, Colvin came Colvin in was three, 10 three, minutes. Colvin three, three, yeah. three for three. Mason was one for one. Ethan was one for one. Carson Barrett was one for one. Um, no one's who <laughs> missed. Uh, honestly, missed honestly I went to bed, I think, when Purdue was up 30 with like four minutes to go. I think I saw Colvin maybe a second three. So I had no idea actually that Carson Barrett hit a three. Yeah, it was. he got to – I think he got it to 99. Um, and then Purdue mm-hmm. had the ball um, – in the final like 30 seconds uh, where the shot clock was going down and we took a shot. I think we missed it and we got the rebound. So that reset the clock. And then by that point, the shot clock was off. Yeah. And uh, Painter told him to back it out and the whole crowd was booing him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the game. Actually, no, no, the the 99 point was, I think was, uh, it was um, Brian Waddell's posterization of the entire state of Michigan. Um, That was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, really the big thing in this game was the entire first half pretty went without a turnover, which I don't remember the last yeah. time that happened. Um, they played like they went, they went like 20, they didn't have a turnover for a while. It was like 25 it was plus just minutes, inside so. the 12 minute mark of the second yeah. half, and Braden threw it into the backcourt. Uh, we got a we got a backcourt violation, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so that was pretty incredible. And obviously, just, again, it just goes to show that if Purdue can take care mm-hmm. of the ball and just shoot at a decent clip. Um, they're gonna more often. I mean, they're gonna win. Yeah, much. I mean, like, also they're not gonna shoot sixty-seven percent. No, no. But they are shooting like forty-five percent you know, from three. If they shoot thirty, you know, thirty-eight, forty percent from three, they're still gonna win by. 18, but then also, 25. if they miss, if they miss three more threes, they might get one or two of those offensive rebounds. Exactly. And then a Zach Eady dunk or something. <laughs> yeah. Is Zach had an awesome dunk in this game where he just said, yeah. uh, they call and him Heidi. Desk. This was yeah, when Heidi, Heidi launched too. Yeah. Heidi should have been fouled. He was the end one, but they didn't call it. <laughs> um, yeah, Purdue had 40 points in the paint. They had 22. Um, Purdue had 10. Yeah, they were. They only had Michigan two. was just like chucking from like, it felt like, like, the, like 10 minutes into the game. They just were like, I mean, uh, Llewellyn, is that how you say it? Yeah. I mean, he, he hit some crazy shots. 
Um, also, that was one of the Lance had like two open court steals from Llewellyn that in this game. Yeah, like, he Purdue picked. Had, I think he got he got three three steals. I think is what it was. Um, and, but like they were like yeah. at half court as they're bringing yeah. the ball up. Like he just yeah. straight up took it. Like, yeah. like, I was like, has Purdue done that in like years? Say like since like Chris Kramer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't remember the last time they did it. Let alone did it twice that someone right. did that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so much of it's talked a lot about because of Edie getting fouled ten times a game and getting everybody in foul trouble, but also Purdue and then Purdue not fouling because that's kind of and that's also kind of why Purdue is worst, I think, in the Big Ten and turnover margin, like they're like minus four. Yeah. Because they they do play fairly passive aggressive. I mean, I get the strategy. Like you're not going to give them free points with the free throw line. Just keep them in right. front of you and don't do anything stupid. So honestly, with Lance kind of doing that 45 feet away from the basket might drive Painter nuts, but I don't know. He left it out there. Maybe not. I don't know. It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool to see. So yeah, I you say like yeah, Purdue kind of plays the – he plays the percentages of, you know, he doesn't want to give up dunks, yeah. layups, or threes. So it's like forcing guys into, you know, long twos. The drain jumpers. Yeah, they hit them, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, congrats, they're they're doing well. But yeah, it's they don't force a ton of turnovers. I feel like we've done a better job this year compared to like last year. Um, so I think just there's better, there's more athletic this year. I mean, Lance yeah. is a lot quicker, a lot more athletic. Yeah, nothing against Ethan Morton and that starting lineup last year. But and then Kaufman Rand just plays so freaking hard too now. Yeah, and he's big, and Gillis yeah. I and mean, Gillis plays so hard too. But Kaufman Rand's a little longer and mm-hmm. more physical. Yeah, it was just an absolute. I mean, it was. I even tweeted it from our account. It was like pretty won a Big Ten game by thirty plus points. <laughs> like it's just, it, it was in Michigan too. It's like you know, two years ago, this Michigan team was you know, was it their Sweet Sixteen team two years ago? I know they missed it last year, um, but it's just wild that you know. I mean, it's Michigan. It's not like it's you know Northwestern or Penn State. It's you know, it's, you know, the biggest, arguably the biggest brand in the Big Ten. I mean, they just, they just won the national championship in football. Right, yeah. It's, you know, across the board that they – And you've got Jawan Howard, the and the legend. He played with LeBron. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, he played with yeah. LeBron. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just it, – it just And it felt like – I mean, there were times like, you know, Peru was going on a run the first half, and it was just like, dude, call timeout. Like, I even the guy was the guy who we sit next to at games, he's like, call timeouts, at least, like, act like you, like, are trying to do yeah. something. <laughs> I just feel like they've just, like, given up. Um, you can just tell, like, you just look on, on Michigan players' faces, they were just like, they were just done with it. Um, but yeah, it was, I expect obviously a different, hopefully, probably still expect Purdue to win. But uh, when Purdue goes, returns the trip to Michigan, which I, I think it's, it's mid February, I need to pull up the, oh, geez, what is it? February 25th. Okay, so it's late. It back it to Michigan. Yep. Um. Oh, it's a Sunday CBS game. Okay, interesting. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, um, pretty stress-free couple of basketball games, which is is does not happen often, especially in the Big Ten, Big Ten play. Um, I guess it's kind of just big picture. Where are you at um, on this team compared to? I mean, everyone's compared, you know, to last year. Um, for obvious reasons, obviously, you know, they dominated early and then kind of fizzled out even before the, even before the NCAA tournament, I mean, even in the big 10. Yeah. Tournament, it was. They'll manage to win, but you, you can see it towards the end of that team was just 
just I, back in their way. And exactly, it felt like once the year turned from twenty-two to twenty-three last year, it was just like a lot closer games. Like everything yeah. was close. Maybe it was the Big Ten was just much more bunched up mm-hmm. last year and this year. Big Ten is just bad. Maybe I don't know. Or Purdue. Yeah. I think it just seems like Purdue is just a lot more steady. I mean, Edie, yeah. Edie's better. Braves miss a hell of a lot better. Fletcher Lawyer's better. Mm-hmm. Lance Jones is huge. Huge addition. Trey Kaufman runs better and getting that opportunity. Mason Gillis is still like rock solid and isn't going to be outworked. Um, mm-hmm. The end, I don't know. The only thing, and they haven't really, I don't know. Can you think of a game where they've been like cold for three? Like it doesn't, it hasn't been a game, not to bring up Charlie Dickinson, but like where everybody's missing. Like, yeah, yeah Braden, Braden, maybe like Braden and Fletcher might be off, but then Lance Jones hits four threes and then Ethan Morton throws in a three like out of nowhere 22 percent or something yeah I was about to say Nebraska but they shot 39 percent from three so mm-hmm. it's not even that's not even that it was, was Northwestern maybe I don't know oh, exactly yeah, yeah um let's see here but still pretty I know it was overtime but pretty scored 88 points yeah I mean that's that's probably it. I mean pretty shot 26.3 percent so I mean They've shot worse. Yeah, I mean, five, of nine, five of nineteen. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Lance Jones. The big thing for yeah. that one, I mean, turnovers. that game was more so turnover. I mean, seventeen turnovers. It's like that's and North, Northwestern. I didn't know that. Northwestern had three. I didn't know mm-hmm. that Northwestern had three turnovers that game. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, that's it right there. Is just you know, if this pretty team yeah. can not turn the ball over and just have you know an average shooting night as they are right now, like they should take care of business. Um, mm-hmm. Which is yeah, it's just awesome. basically yeah. You can't you can't like if they even if they just stick at like where they're at like average for the Big Ten is minus three and a half like turnover differential or something like that. I think I saw like three point eight or three point five. I don't know what it was somewhere three to four. They're gonna like okay yeah you're giving that team technically like four more possessions, but Purdue out rebounds everyone. Yeah, so they're getting it back on the flip side. And this in this Michigan game was I was a little annoyed. I mean. Pretty well by 32. I'm not nitpicking at this one, but there it did feel like, I don't know if it was just, uh, you know, Purdue was just kind of like, we're up by 25, we can let it go. But like, I feel like uh, Michigan got quite a few offensive rebounds more than so. They did. They, we yeah, actually, I, I we thought t- the same. Yeah, we were actually tied offensive rebounds. Each team got 14 apiece. I mean, um, Purdue was up, Purdue was up like 25. And yeah, I, I and then. I, I don't know. I'm not. I wasn't overly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be overly. Not overly concerned about that. <laughs> but I did. You're right. They did. They get a lot more. Yeah. Rebounds that there's a lot more offensive rebounds given up than yeah. used to get used to producing. Yeah. Um. But at the end of the day, again, the 32 point game. <laughs> it's just. It's yeah. It's like Michigan um, didn't really. They didn't really want to go and do any anything inside the lane. Nothing to do with Edie or yeah. Coffin run down there. Or anybody. No. And I don't think I don't think Jawan did a press conference either. I think he just I think he like the hallway or something. He did in the hallway, yeah, with with the, with their own media. Um, but did he finish? Did he like finish the season? Like, is he gonna like quit? You think or like take a leave of absence or something? And then apparently, I don't know Didn't, who yeah. said it in our group. Didn't they say like and he had serious NBA interest or something? It was um, no, it was the. I think it was the their, their game against Ohio State because it was MLK Day because Gus Johnson was doing that game, and he made a comment during the game of like, "Oh, you know, not sure how much longer he'll be around here because you know NBA teams are like super interested in Jawan Howard." It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, no, they're not. Um, 
um, maybe as the bench coach. I don't know, but not as the head coaching position. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, no. the Bucks just fired their coach in their second in the year. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Hired Doc Rivers, who yeah. you know, hasn't done or is probably done the least amount with the most talent of any coach in at least the modern NBA era. He was um, the coach when they won in Boston, wasn't he? Yeah, but that was, I mean, then yeah. he, he went to. Yeah, and then LA Kevin Garnett and. Yeah, he won one. And then he went to LA and had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, all those guys couldn't win. Then he went to Philly with uh, he had Harden, he had um, Joel Embiid, and all those guys couldn't win. Was Um, he in Philly that recently? Yep. I thought he was in. I thought he was in like. I I wasn't head coach for a while. I don't follow the NBA hardly at all. So yeah, same. but I, I kind of, yeah, I, I feel a lot better about this pro team right now. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess. Um, I, will, I guess we'll see. I feel like February for sure is when things really started to turn last year. Um, you could, you could just see Fletcher and Braden hitting walls. Um, it just seemed like, like they definitely peaked clearly last year. Yeah. And that, and, um, the Phil, the Phil Knight classic, right? The PQ, yeah. the PK. Yeah, like a third um, week of the season. <laughs> yeah, and then it kind of came out of nowhere, and they were like blowing out Gonzaga and blowing out yeah. Duke, and like, what the heck? And then they were getting to the Big Ten where it felt like every game was coming down to the last like mm-hmm. minute and a half was like a four-point game with 90 seconds left. Like, Yeah, I think I think going to that too was just like, you know, again, going to last year, we were thinking just like, just make the tournament. You know, we, we had no expectation for that team, and then all of a sudden they're kind of – all of a sudden, boom, you know, went from, you know, they beat Marquette and then, yeah. you know, got into the top 25 and then went out to, went out to Portland and yeah beat West Virginia, Gonzaga and Duke. And all of a sudden they're top, you know, top five, top 10. Um, and then just, they dominated. Yeah. And then I think West Virginia might've been like the closest game. Yeah, I think it was. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was just I think it, I don't know if maybe I mean who knows? I mean, I'm not a sports psychologist. I wonder if just like all of that all of a sudden it's just like they went from you know being nobody, you know, the hunter, until all of a sudden they're like, yeah. oh crap, we are the hunted, and not knowing. It. And yet every game was just yeah, like a pressure cooker, you know, especially when they got to number one. Um, you know, every every loss resulted in a court storm. Um, then just like not knowing, maybe just not knowing how to handle success like that um, with such a young team. Um, or especially such a young backcourt, but yeah, this, like, yeah, this team feels so much different right now. Hopefully, it continues in the in the February. We'll see. Um, but I saw I meant to pull it up, but there's a stat of like three point percentage shooting or three point shooting percentage from last year to this year, and Purdue has more makes on less attempts already. So that's good because they're shooting the hell of the ball right now. It feels like. Um, and I feel like every time Fletcher shoots it, I feel like it's going in because it's more often than not it is. I think he's shooting over 50% in Big Ten play, which is just absolutely bananas. Um, but up next for Purdue is kind of their own little house of horrors. Uh, on Sunday, they travel to Piscataway, New Jersey, to face those pesky Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Um, probably the... I guess I mean, Michigan had won going into this game. Michigan had won like seven out of 10 against Purdue. So I guess you could say Juwan kind of had Painter's number. Um, obviously, Woody last year swept Purdue. Um, but I feel like Steve Peichel has probably been the one coach. Yeah. He's at least been around a while who has really given Painter fits. Um, Outside of like Izzo, even though Purdue's done fairly well against Michigan yeah. State in recent memory, it seems like. But I mean, obviously, you could most probably just last, yeah. last two years because obviously there was the first time Purdue got the number one. And Ron Harper yeah. did a Euro step mm-hmm. half quarter to win. And then um, last year they came to Mackey um, on New Year's Day and Cam Spencer drills a three with 
a few seconds left. To... Oh my god! Cam can't now fans are going at UConn for dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, this Rutgers team is not last year's Rutgers team. Um, they have really struggled. Um, I mean, they're ten and eight on the year. They really struggled to score points. Um, I mean, just this. I mean, this month they lost to Ohio State. They lost to Iowa. They did. Uh, their first Big Ten was against Indiana. Um, they lost at Michigan State. They beat Nebraska in overtime, which Nebraska blew that game. Um, and then they, as of last Sunday, man, they get a whole week off. Oh, yeah. Uh, same thing like I texted you. IU has like eight days off. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers went IU to played Illinois. Friday last week, and now they play eight on Saturday. Yeah. Rutgers went to Champaign last Sunday in the Terrence Chan uh, yeah. Yeah. game and got blown out by 23. Um, yeah. On the road, so that's what I was looking at. Like, yeah, like you said, the road in the Big Ten, they haven't, they've been, they've gotten blown out on the road. Outside, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. They lost by eighteen at Michigan State, and then yeah, lost by twenty three at Illinois the last couple of weeks. I think so, uh, they've been at home for this knows, one, but yeah, I mean, they got Cliff Ramore, who's been a really great big in the Big Ten. Um, probably been one of the more underrated ones just because you've had Zach Eady, you've had Trace Jackson Davis, you've had Hunter Dickinson in the league um, where Cliff Amore is just a really good athletic big man, 6'11". I remember a couple years ago he put Edie on an absolute poster. He dunked on Edie and Edie fell down um, at Mackey. Um, so you got to watch out for him. Um, but they don't have – they don't you know, they don't have a Cam Spencer. They don't have a um, – Geo Baker. Geo Baker. Was it Derek Simpson or something like that? Um, oh, wait, no, he's still on the team. Crap. <laughs> I'm looking uh, at. I don't even know who's their leading. So is, is, is Andre Hyatt's Hyatt leading score? Um, I don't know who he is. No, did he transfer? I have no idea. Was he there last I year? I don't, I don't know who this guy is. I, I feel like he was there last year. Um, he's a fifth year guy. Looks like. Um, oh, so he has been a grad transfer. Yeah, he yeah, started. He played. He played two years at LSU, and he's this is his third year at Rutgers. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but, I mean, like they they don't oh, score lot, okay. yeah, they don't yeah. score a lot of points. I mean, I think they're uh, when you look at Ken Palm, like they're like you know top twenty in defense, but they're like in the two hundred thirtieth yeah area in offense. Someone, so it's, it's like it's like one of like the like the biggest differentials as far as like yeah. offense and defense in Ken Palm history up there. I yeah, think. Uh, so I think as long as Purdue can not turn the ball over um, and just kind of play their game, I I mean Purdue shouldn't have an issue on Sunday. Um, I would hope. Um, of course, there's always the chance that I mean, it's a, it's a tough place to play. Um, you know, those people are rowdy out there. Um, there always is a chance that they go thermonuclear from three when they haven't shot well at all all year. Yeah, let's see. I don't even know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm... There's one guy who's shooting 38 and a half percent, but I don't know. I mean, he's averaging five points a game, so who I don't know sure what kind of volume that is. I think, like you said, as long as Purdue doesn't have. Massive turnover fits. I think it's a yeah, fairly comfortable win. Yeah. Um, score prediction MVP. I was looking at. It, I was like, I wonder who the line. If there's a line, what the line would be. I think I. I gotta think Purdue's gonna be favored by like nine. I would say like eight and a half. I yeah. So I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say the final. I'm gonna say um, seventy-eight, sixty-nine. No, seventy-eight, sixty-six. Like pretty good one by double digits. I say one of our, I think one of our friends said the first one. If you can get to like sixty, you probably has a good have a good shot of winning at Rutgers. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. Yeah. 
Uh, I think Purdue, again, it's kind of like Iowa where it's like, you know, they're kind of hanging around, but Purdue just kind of keeps them at arm's length and then kind of, you know, buries I mean, them at the very end. They scored, they scored 87 against Nebraska, but. In overtime, yeah. Okay, there's overtime. Okay, I'm just looking yeah. at their schedule. Yeah. Yeah, 55 against Michigan State, 57 against IU, 77 Iowa, yeah, 72. Was an absolute rock fight. <laughs> like, it was they so beat, hard. They beat Stony Hill 59 to 58. <laughs> Jeez, they lost to Princeton to start the year. They've Stony lost Hill, to. When I just said it, Stony Hill is 2 and 13. <laughs> They've gotten swept by Illinois. They lost to Wake Forest. Who's a pretty good oh, team? Sorry, um, never mind. That was two and thirteen at home. I guess they are oh. two. They are two and twenty. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Um, yeah, hopefully, I mean, get your licks in now in Rutgers because uh, they got two five stars coming next year, which yeah. could be interesting. So we'll take it now. Yeah. Um, and then probably before we record our next show. Uh, Purdue travels, or I know they come home um, for a revenge game against the Northwestern Wildcats, who just had a big win last night over their in-state rival, Illinois. Um, Purdue looking for some payback after obviously being knocked off there earlier this season. I, I think Purdue wins by 20 against Northwestern. I, just I think, hope so. Like, look, watching them, like, when they got down to that game, so I looked at that, Purdue shot 40 free throws because they were fouling out. Yeah, like they had got like there was a guy that I don't know if he made one. He might have gone like one for four from the free throw line. He's like he's an eighteen percent free throw shooter or something. <laughs> like on on like yeah. ten, like he hadn't shot many, but it was like like eight or something. Yeah. Was like oh he's 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 two for nine right now. Like I don't know. I think I just think if if Boo Booey doesn't, I think Lance Jones takes that personally, and Lance Jones shuts down yeah. Boo Booey and doesn't get in foul trouble, and Purdue wins. Handily. I hope so. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like they better at least. I mean, the they team will be pissed, pissed off. off. Yeah, yeah, I think the crowd. Be. I mean, yeah, the crowd will definitely be in it because I mean, Chris Collins that. is a clown. I can't stand Chris <laughs> Collins. Oh my gosh! I, mean, I hope the crowd. I hope Painter scores a hundred. I hope they hit hundred <laughs> on Chris Collins. And we've seen Purdue lose twice Northwestern at Northwestern in back to back years. So hopefully the paint crew and company bring it. Um, Six thirty game. If you're on the Eastern Time Zone on Big Ten Network on on Wednesday. So what's what's your uh, score prediction? For that one, Northwestern, mm-hmm. um, uh, 88, 60, 68. I think pretty much. Yeah, we I was gonna say eighty six, sixty nine. So we were really close. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, yeah, I think Edie gets another 30, 15 game. Yeah, I, that I, one. I, I think um, he might. He might go for forty. I think if Painter left yeah. him, I think he's just gonna take over. You know? Yeah, bold um, prediction for the Rutgers game. Let me say one or who MVP you asked. Uh, yeah, I haven't said mine yet. Um, I'm gonna go Fletcher um, Lawyer. I'm gonna say Lawyer for that game. I'm gonna say Braden Smith. I think Braden yeah. Smith's gonna. He, I mean, he should have had a triple double. I mean, he didn't play. I mean, he should have triple double like three game. times this year. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's done. He's gotten close. Um, yeah, Payer took him out with plenty of time, which he needed because he played. Uh, I mean, looking at the minutes, he played at Iowa. You could, you could kind of tell that they were. He was. Guys were just getting tired at both ends because, like, because everybody started started missing shots towards the end. Um, but Braden played 39 minutes that game, so yeah. he was he was tired. Um, same with the Iowa guys; you can tell they just were they were everybody was missing shots towards the end. Uh, but yeah, the, that, those are the last two games of the month of January. Hopefully, Purdue can round it up because then that would mean Purdue went uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine and one on the year if they can 
close out these next two games with W's, um, which would be pretty good for the month of January. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, then in February, you got at Wisconsin, home against Indiana, home against Minnesota, at Ohio State, home against Rutgers, at Michigan. Um, I think we'll go into I think I thought January was going to be a pretty tough stretch um, compared to February. I mean, obviously, now things have changed with Wisconsin being pretty good. Uh, don't really know about Ohio State, um, but I like those other home games uh, before closing out the, I mean, March is by far the toughest with Michigan state at Illinois and home against Wisconsin. But looking at January, February, if we, I thought if we can get through January pretty well, set ourselves up pretty well. Cause as of right now, no big 10 games tonight. Uh, Wisconsin is technically in the lead uh, by half mm-hmm. a game. They're seven and one in the conference previous seven and two. Um, they have a, the one loss lead over um, Illinois Northwestern and then Nebraska has got five and four. And then you've got everybody either with four or five or six losses. Michigan bring up the rear at two and six. Rutgers is two and five. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's just kind of things are starting to take shape. Um, I think Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. I mean, Wisconsin, Illinois, you won it, you know, 2A, 2B, depending on the day. They're definitely the second best teams in the mm-hmm. conference. Um, you know, Michigan State's kind of, you know, are they coming on? You, know, you look at Maryland. You know, do they are they coming on? You know, they won at Iowa last night, so you, you wonder if they can string some stuff together. Um, I mean, Northwestern's been pretty solid. Maybe Nebraska can keep doing things if they can keep shooting the way they did. I mean, you had Mask go for thirty something <laughs> the other night, um, but otherwise, just a whole lot of just kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty um, clear, yeah, like you said. Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois, quite pretty clear some other, top. There's, there's some other Big Ten games coming up this year. So we had none tonight. Friday night, yeah, which game. is weird. There's no, there was no yeah. Big East or Big Ten. There's, games there's like, two, there's two, there's two nights. Uh, or I guess, we, I guess you count tomorrow. It's three, but I mean, that's a Big Ten basketball. But tomorrow night on Friday at eight o'clock Eastern on FS1, you've got the Michigan State Spartans traveling to Madison to take on Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, Wisconsin's two and a half point favorite. Two and a half. Wow. Uh, I mean, it would help Purdue if Michigan State wins. But I don't. Even, I can't root for Izzo, and I think nope. I don't think it's going to matter because I think Purdue just takes care of business against Wisconsin, and everything's fine. Yeah. Yep. I think Wisconsin wins. I think it's. I think it's like yeah. a single-digit game. But I think it's more like six or seven. I mean, like that's a race to sixty there, right? I mean, they just beat Minnesota. <laughs> Wasn't the final Minnesota like fifty sixty-one to fifty-nine or something? Uh, final. <laughs> Tuesday that was 6159 yeah yep. I mean Saturday you got a full slate of games uh at noon on BTN Nebraska at Maryland I'm gonna take Maryland just because they're home yeah Honestly, yeah home team um uh, Illinois Illinois IU Illinois is gonna win this could be ugly five. yeah yeah I mean, I mean you look at like it IU's had a week off to prepare, you know, supposedly, you know, what he says that they've had some tough practices. We'll see. Um, but they're going on the road, which they've struggled on the road. Um, and they're playing Illinois team who just, you know, got beat on the road against their, you know, in-state rival Northwestern. So they're probably pretty pissed off. Um, and just, I mean, you see, I mean, Illinois and Indiana fans don't like each other anyways. So yeah. this could probably get pretty, I think that's uh yeah, I think Illinois wins by 15 plus. <laughs> Um, Iowa at Michigan. I mean, Iowa's lost two straight after winning three straight uh, or three or four, something like that, before the Purdue game. But then now they've lost two in a row. Traveled to Michigan uh, f- Saturday at 5 o'clock on Fox, Fox Sports 1. 
Um, I think I'm gonna take Iowa now. I just uh, missed Michigan team is something else. Well, Doug, you get Doug back. You do get Doug. Yes, that's true. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> Couldn't care less about Iowa, Michigan. Honestly, um, yeah. Well, this I next one's. I, I think Iowa, but yeah, exactly. Minnesota, Penn State. Yeah, Minnesota. I think I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Minnesota. Like, give me the home team. Honestly, in the yeah. games, games, I'm getting. I don't know. That's Penn State then. It's in. It's in uh, University Park. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take Michigan and Penn State then. Be be different than you, Webby. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the nightcap, eight thirty. Ohio State at Northwestern. I'm. I am stick with Northwestern. The big question is: Is yeah, there? So. Does, does the crowd show up? Because there's like the only, only seem to show up for the big, you know, top ten opponents. Um, because they after they beat Purdue, they played Chicago State, and there was about seven people there, and I'm sure like six of them were parents. Um, one was a custodian. Um, yeah. Purdue Purdue Rutgers on Sunday, Tuesday, and then we'll call it a night. Um, Illinois at Ohio State, seven o'clock Peacock on Tuesday. Hmm. I think I think Ohio, I think Illinois. I I. I think Illinois is pretty, especially with Shannon back. Um, they're pretty good. <laughs> I think they're, they're yeah, they're, they're really good. good. <laughs> and and I, I think I like we said I think it's pretty clear, top three in Purdue, yeah. Wisconsin, Illinois, and then everybody else. And I think that's pretty much those I'm, those three. I think I'd take against anybody basically. I'm gonna take Ohio State in this one just because mm-hmm. I like their guards. Um, I like Thornton. Um, I like Jameson Battle kind of as a kind of a wing in that. Um, uh, yeah, I think Illinois wins, but I'm going to pick Ohio State is wishful thinking. Um, okay. I, Iowa at Indiana. So Indiana, we're assuming Indiana will be on a three-game skid. Um, will they quit? Yeah, that's tough because, I mean, Iowa last year, I mean, Indiana last year was really good, and Iowa came in there and beat the – like just blew the doors off them at, at Assembly <laughs> Hall. Because uh, that was uh, – Sanford, Sanford, Sanford who blew hit a three kiss. at the end, blew a kiss, got technical. He he, he forever endeared, endeared – um, like, I love him for that. Like, I don't care what he does at Purdue. Like, it cracked me up. Um, I think Indiana will win that one just because, again – I think – I think I think outside of the top three, I think you take the home team basically. Yeah, I mean, at Michigan, at Michigan State, I think Michigan State blows them away. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anything else? I mean, nothing really on the football front. Not a whole lot going on with Purdue football right now. Um, No. Since it's kind of, I say, I saw Walsh at the game the other night. It was cool to see him with some of the in-state recruits that were able to make it. It was whoever, whoever the one to create that fog. You see Ty there, and said so Eugene Hilton was there. Ty, I saw Eugene. I don't, I don't know if he was with Ty. I don't. I, mean, I don't really know what Ty looked like, so it's been hard for me to know. Um, yeah, I think he's like he's like five ten, so it doesn't like stand out. Yeah, I think. But um, yeah, I saw a guy like in a blue hoodie. But I was like, is that a guy? Who's that? Is like, would he be wearing a Colts hoodie? Or it's like, I think that was like a kid from Hamilton Southeastern, which they're, they're yeah. like a royal blue color. So I didn't know yeah. if that was that or not. But. Um, yeah, they're doing good. Um, and it's not a whole lot of football, so basketball just keeps rolling. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can just have to get two more dubs this week. Yeah. Um, but before we go, obviously got to thank our sponsors. 
I want to thank Mad Mushroom for once again being a part of the Boiler Breakdown season with us. Um, it's you got another week, so I guess we technically we'll still have. And actually, this is probably the last time we'll do this ad read for this uh, Pizza of the Month, January Pizza of the Month, Rage Against the Resolutions, and I can stop being sad about Rachel's machine <laughs> uh, disbanding. Um, so last week, we get Pizza of the Month of January. Uh, it's topped with ham, deli, cup and char, pepperoni, uh, salami, onions. Pepper do peppers and mozzarella cheese is finished with a Parmesan Romano cheese blend in an Italian aioli. Uh, if you tell them you boil breakdown sent you, um, they'll take care of you. And then also if you order online, um, make sure you use the code break five for $5 off any order over $20 mad mushroom feed your head. Uh, then we're also love to have, the, we're glad to have the shop back uh, once again. I'm wearing my Men of Mackie shirt that came out with a couple of years ago. Um, super soft. Fits really well. Uh, they've been making shirts in the hometown apparel since 2011. Started out in the garage. Now they're going to have now they're going to have three locations. Uh, they've got they've already had two brick and mortar locations. One in Carmel. One in the broader play area. They're now going to have one downtown Indy. Um, check them out. They're always coming out with new designs. They just came out with a really cool line for um, the All Star Game coming to Indy next month. Um, which is going to be so much fun to have it here. Um, I wish I could go, but tickets are outrageously expensive on the secondary market. And they went, when they went on sale, they went super fast. Um, but if you if you're come down to Indy for the all-star game, pick up some, a shirt. Uh, if you want to order online, uh, make sure you use code breakdown for 25% off. If you go to the shop on your first order, um, they'll take care of you, whether you're a Boilermaker, Hoosier, Bulldog, Tiger. I mean, you got Wabash, you got, I said Butler. Indiana State, second best team in the state right now. And the Butler's probably eh. Indiana State and Butler are kind of vying for that second best team in the state right now. Um, but we're happy to have Butler, them back. Butler's going to make the tournament. I think they'll make the tournament. How many teams from Indiana make the tournament? How many teams from Indiana make the tournament? Um, two. Two. I think Butler, so. Purdue. Yeah. Because, I mean, Indiana State's going to have to win their. their yeah. Uh, their tournament. I'm not sure that's, I don't know. We'll see. Um, thanks everybody for checking us out. So once again, we're happy to be a part of big banter, um, big banter family. I know we will be, they do a lot of really cool stuff and, you, and they bring out a lot of, you know, guys from all the different podcasts together for the big 10 huddle, uh, which you'll have to look out for us on that when the time comes. Um, we've got a discord server for everybody to kind of get together and chat for games. Um, we're really excited to kind of see where this goes and, Grow our audience and yes, they get a chance to talk Big Ten sports with uh, some other people who know their teams a lot better than we do, <laughs> and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, look forward to uh, showcasing Purdue. But appreciate everybody for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Boil up and hammer down.